Macy's parade yesterday got interrupted by a couple nut jobs, uh, uh, queers for Palestine type people, and and they were they just throwing blood all over themselves and just a complete crap show. Yeah, you because know, what they done to them? Just pushed them out of the way. I, my understanding is, and I went back and saw this later, is they did get arrested. So probably just disturbing the peace. You know, they'll be they'll be right properly released immediately. You know, but I'm sure some Trump supporters went up there and did that. Oh, it's been all over the news. Insurrectionists. Put them under the jail. Racist yes. insurrectionists. You know, Republicans, conservatives are not allowed to protest. Man, it's get, getting sad. All right, Clay, I'm going to let you up off here, man. I'm glad you've been out here this morning. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Chris. All right, be, be right. blessed and be safe, brother. You too. Thanks. Always good to hear from Chris, man. Good folks. Good folks. One of the one of our listeners that I, I know in person and got to meet him since doing all this. Great guy. Yeah, the Macy's Parade protesters, just tacky. I made a video about it, and I put the video of them doing it in there. And you can go see that on my uh, Instagram and my TikTok, at SaveJXN. It, it's... I got to thinking about why it's so annoying, and it kind of dawned on me. And I, I drew a comparison in the video. Like when you when you want to try to get people on your side, because people were booing. And this was in New York. People were booing them, and it reminded me when Colin Kaepernick decided to inject politics into sports by kneeling for the anthem, and just how disgusting that was at the time. And I I support Colin's right to hate America. If that's what he so chooses to do. What I don't support is his right to protest while on the clock. At work. And while the NFL is a different beast than going and punching the clock on a shift job somewhere, at the end of the day, it's still work. You get paid to be there. And if the owner doesn't want you kneeling for the national anthem, you stand your ass up for it. The Macy's Parade. People are there, and I'll finish up on the football. People watch football as an escape from all this stuff, all this doom and gloom that we talk about here. Just the, the stress of dealing with your work, your family, all that. It's like, that is a release that should only be about football. I don't care what your political or Christian beliefs or religious beliefs or any of that are. I don't want I don't want Jesus in football. I don't want politics in football. I don't want none of it. I just want football. The national anthem has been a tradition. You can say, well, they shouldn't play the national anthem either. That's political. No, it's not. Shush your mouth. It's not political. The national anthem. It's a celebration. Macy's parade. People are going to that with their families. They're trying to have a good time. It's the Thanksgiving Day parade. It's a tradition. And they think to themselves, how do we bring attention to to ourselves. How do we let people know that we want a ceasefire in Palestine? How do we let people know? Let's do one of these PETA-style protests. That's what it reminded me of, like a PETA protest. Probably the same people. This ain't their first rodeo. They're all wearing white with stop uh, or ceasefire shirts, I don't know, whatever on it. And they're pouring fake blood on themselves to look like they're being massacred. This is how we'll get people on our side. And I don't think a single person was cheering for them. It's just ridiculous. You want to make me really pick a side on this thing? I haven't really picked a side. I mean, I think I've said it before, I've said it again. Palestine after round, Palestine is finding out. You don't get to pick how much find out you get when you F around. That's up to the person you F around with when they get tired of serving up serving you up a fresh dish of found out. You don't get to dictate that. You don't get to dictate the terms of your beatdown. That ain't how it works. And they're basically like a guy that started a fight in a bar and got his butt whooped, hoping security's going to break it up. And security ain't broke it up. They're mad. I guess America's supposed to be security. Get over it. Don't F around, you won't find out. But it's the people that I continually see on that side, picking that side, that got me really, really, really heavily leaning 
towards tearing, a, tearing an ACL jumping up to stand for Israel so fast. You know, I, this show and what I do, it, uh, how do I say it? All that that's going on over there and the reasons they're fighting is above my pay grade. It's not what I do. It's not, it's not the type stuff I decipher and rant about. I find it wildly interesting seeing all these different sides in America turn against each other and not going the way that people thought they would over there. I find all that wildly entertaining and politically interesting. Watching the left be split in half with the progressive side pulling for Palestine and the traditional old school, older folks, traditional Democrats. I don't want to call them traditional liberals because I don't think they are, but you're just tr- traditional. I think it's a generational thing. You know, the, the older folks are all stand for Israel. They've been had that beat in their brains. The younger folks on the left don't want none of it. And it's not a whole lot different on the right side of the aisle either. You have everybody on the right, you know, your warmongering political types jumping up so quick to stand for Israel, they pulled a hamstring. And then the younger side, when I say younger, I think being 46 years old would be considered young, but comparatively speaking to some of our old-ass politicians, we don't want any intervention. We don't want to help Israel. We don't want to help Palestine either. Let them fight it out. So I think you have four different interests in this thing from here in America. I think our, our your Nikki Haley types, use her as an example, your Ron DeSantis types, these people who want to send as much money over there as they can to stand with Israel so they can help their military industrial complex donors continue to make more money. You have all them, and then you have people, America First people like me, and I'm like a lot of you guys that listen to this show and girls. We're America First. We got problems here. We can't use the military industrial complex to help us. We've got to pay them to do something. Maybe we can militarize our border. That'd be a good start. And then on the left side, you got half of them standing for Israel, the other half standing for Palestine, screaming about ceasefires and everything else. It's interesting. It's interesting. How does this all play out? Tucker Carlson spoke in Las Vegas over the weekend, or one, or maybe it was late last weekend, early this week, spoke at a conference, about 45 minutes speech. I think it's going to go down as one of the greatest speeches of all time. I seriously mean that. I've watched it twice. Try not to be hyperbolic, but I think it's one that we look back at as a warning for where America's heading. Y'all need to find that. If you want it, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the YouTube link. And he just talks about where we're at in this place and time right now. He said, that bad feeling you have, that tense feeling you have in your gut that you can't quite explain, trust it because we're heading towards something we don't want here in America. Let's take a break, come back. And I'm now, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Irish, the Ireland terror attack on the kids and the, riots that are going on going on over there with their Irish first folk. They're the version of America first. They've had enough. They're 